It is another Sunday, beloved, and it is always a great opportunity for me to come into your homes. It is always a great opportunity to share the Word of God with you. It is always a great opportunity for me to pray with you in this crucial moment of our life. I want you to join me as we we'll share a word of prayers together. Blessed Holy Spirit of God, I want to thank you for such a great time as this because you are the author of God's word, the key to understanding is from you you have the strength to draw us closer to god through the power of his words therefore lord jesus i invite you into this conversation that i want to have with your children that you will be the speaker of the word you will increase while I decrease, let this word that I'm about to speak this morning bring life into every aspect of the life of my listener in the precious name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, I prayed. Amen. For the Bible says that we are not ignorant. Of the devices of the devil and he says that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds this morning I begin to pull down every demonic strongholds that will rise against the Word of God in your life this morning, I begin to pull down every demonic stronghold that will not allow the will of God to be done in your destiny. This morning, I begin to pull down the stronghold of hindrances in the precious name of Jesus. Today, I want to share with you something I titled, Waiting Upon the Lord. We all know that we are currently in a very, very delicate time. And what has this time come to teach us? What has this present time come to open our eyes onto? As I always say, every good thing and every bad thing that happens to a believer must be an opportunity for us to draw closer to God. Whenever we pray and God answer our prayers, it is an opportunity for us to draw a little bit more closer to Him. And whenever we pray and it seems 
God is not responding to our prayers, it is also a great opportunity for us to draw closer to Him. We can hear from around the world how so many people are losing their families, friends are losing their friends, children are losing their parents, grandchildren are losing their grandparents because of this pandemic that has ravaged the entire world. And I believe that God is working on it to bring his people to an having of peace in the mighty name of Jesus. That is why I have come to you this morning to encourage ourselves together in the Lord that even at this present moment, we need to wait upon him. We need to depend on him. And we need to cry to him. In the journey of life, there are great virtues that can bring a man to his destination. One of those virtues is patience. Jesus came to teach us the importance of patience. From the Bible days, even the Bible characters that were before Jesus has taught us about patience. Now, the concept of waiting upon the Lord from the word wait signifies that in order for us to walk genuinely with God, patience is required. You see that any man or any woman that has patience as a virtue always lasts at the top. Any woman or any man that has patience as a virtue always draws the attention of important people into his or her life. God wants us to be patient. God wants us to patiently wait upon him. And what does it mean to wait upon the Lord? To wait upon the Lord means to, to linger, to continue to depend on Him even when it is difficult, to hold on to His promises when it seems that those promises are not coming to pass, to express total reliance in total dependence on God, even when the energy and the wisdom of men has failed. The book of Isaiah, chapter 40, speaks to us about exactly what is happening in our world right now. Prophet Isaiah was speaking to the people of his generation and the word he spoke still applies to us today and that is where I want to take my reading from I want to read from the book of Isaiah chapter 40 the book of Isaiah chapter 40 from verse 27 
Why sayest thou, O Jacob, and speakest, O Israel, my way is hid from the Lord, and my judgment is passed over from my God? Sometimes when we desire certain things from God, like as many of us have been praying right now, waiting for divine intervention, waiting for a sweep of God's hand to sweep through out the old world to remove this terrible disease that is that is that is affecting our life in a negative way. But it seems God is not doing anything about it. It seems the people of the world have now exhausted their wisdom and their power. It is still required of us to wait and trust in God. Sometimes life will get us to a level, to a realm where we get tired. That is why patience is required when we are working with God. See, as thou not know, as thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the hands of the head, fainted not, neither is weary. He said, there is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that has no might, he increaseth strength. It is not abnormal for us to be weary, but whenever we are weary, God is there to give us strength. He said, even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. What this means is that what we are experiencing right now is the stretch of human limitations. The youth are believed to be the kind of age group that has extraordinary strength. The youth are versatile. The youth can think fast. The youth have energy. The youth have what it required. Meaning naturally, the youth has the strength. But there comes a time that even the strength of the youth shall fail. Even the facility of the youth shall fail. Scientists in our days shall fail. Our human wisdom, our human understanding shall fail. The young men shall utterly fall. There comes a time, there comes a season that our logical reasonings become futile. Our logical approach to situation becomes useless because there are situations that can come to a man's life that can defy logical reasoning, that can defy logical interventions. And we are in such a time as this. This is a time that every logical approach to COVID-19 seems to fail. In as much as I sympathize with every single person that have lost 
a family or a friend during this period, I can still deduct that this time and this season is teaching us a lesson that God is still the one that we need to look up to. You look up to scientists, they will fail. Even doctors are, are getting infected. That is to show us that this thing is, we need God. He said, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. When we wait upon the Lord, there, there, there is a strength that comes from God that even when we look weary, we are not weary. He said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. Though we are surrounded by pandemics, we are surrounded by things that can naturally weaken our psychological strength and our, even our physical strength. When we wait upon God, there is a strength that comes from Him. Waiting upon God means total dependence on Him, being patiently depending on Him. And through that, we are able to draw strength from Him. As Christians, our, we believe that our strength comes from Him. Our strength comes from Christ. This is the time that we need to draw closer to God. This is the time that we need to develop habits of waiting upon Him in prayers. Waiting upon Him in praises. Waiting upon Him in patience. And I pray that even as we wait, the Lord will see us through this period in the precious name of Jesus Christ. There was a woman in the Bible who had issue with conception. Her name is Anna. We all know, I'm sure we all know about the story of Anna. Anna happened to be a woman who feared the Lord. He's always at the, the tabernacle, he's always at the synagogue, he's always at Shiloh to offer a sacrifice and a services unto God but she had no child so every year she kept going to Shiloh in order to seek the face of God so that she can receive the blessing of conception but as the year passes by a situation remains the same that even the, the, the wife that the husband married to replace her had children and Anna was not able to conceive. The woman began to mock Anna and this added more pain and more sorrow to Anna's issue. And the Bible says that one day Anna went to Shiloh and made a covenant with God. 
And when she made that covenant with God, God listened to her and God granted a prayer. Waiting upon the Lord requires patience. Waiting upon the Lord requires faith. Waiting upon the Lord requires ability to shift our attention completely away from what we are used to doing. Ability to put most of our effort in prayers. Ability to open up our mouth and sing praises to Him when it seems things are not working the way they, they are to work. And I pray for you that as we wait upon the Lord during this time, the Lord will grant us strength. The Lord will give us the grace. In Jesus' name. David said in the book of Psalm 127, verse 2, he said, Behold, as the eyes of the servant look unto the hands of their masters, and as the eyes of a maiden unto the hands of their mistress, so our eyes wait upon the Lord our God until that he have mercy upon us. Until that he have mercy upon us. Now, Waiting upon the Lord is like somebody tells you to, it's more like somebody tells you that he's coming to pick you at a bus stop. And you have to wait at that bus stop until the person comes. And you have to go there at a particular time, early in the morning, and you wait until the person comes. Waiting has always been a test of patience, a test of resilience. Waiting upon the Lord is more of a test of how patient and how resilient you will be or you can be at the time of crisis, at the time of storm. So you go to the bus stop around 9 a.m. in the morning, and you are to wait for the person to come. It simply means that whatever you have plans on doing throughout that day, you have to put it on hold. Waiting upon the Lord requires putting our human understanding, human knowledge, human wisdom on hold for Him. Waiting upon the Lord means putting our personal plans on hold. Until he comes. Say you are trusting God for a job. And you've been through every interview. And the job is still not forthcoming. You are to wait until the Lord does something about the job. So you go to this bus stop in the morning. 9 a.m. Thinking that in the next one hour. The person that asks you to wait for him will meet you. 10 o'clock in the morning, you are still waiting. 11 a.m. in the morning, you are still waiting. 1 p.m., you are still there. At that time, at that 1 p.m., you are already agitated. You are already complaining. You are already murmuring. And these are things that the devil uses to accuse us in the sight of God. 
when you are waiting upon the Lord, you are supposed to wait patiently, no murmuring, no complaining, no agitation, no fear. Just wait. 3 p.m. You are still there. You have tried. But that person is still not coming. At that time, you are being called by friends and you might be tempted to walk away from that place. You might be tempted to assume that the person I ask you to wait is no longer coming. And most times, that is when he comes. And by the time he came, you had already left the place. And the person calls you. Hello, I ask you to wait here. But why are you not here? You say, ah, I've been there since 9 a.m. in the morning. I just left there right now. Well, nobody cares where you got there. What the most important thing is that where you left, the person that asked you to come, to wait, came. That is sometimes how the Lord works. So it is required of us to put aside all fear, put aside all, all personal plans. Waiting requires putting everything on hold for the Lord. And because of that, mercy will come. Mercy will come. Hallelujah. The same David in Psalm 29, verse 3, he said, The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thundereth. The Lord is upon many waters. When we look at Psalm 59, verse 9, he said, Because of his strength, Will I wait upon thee? For God is my defense. God is our defense. God is our protector. God is our shield. He knows the battle more than we do. He knows the foundation of the world. So it pays to wait patiently upon him. And I pray that even as we wait upon him at this time, we will not be disappointed. Whatever you are waiting upon him for, you will not be disappointed. When there is prophetic utterances, when there is prophecies, prophecies are test of your patience. Because prophecies reveals the mind of God. Prophecies tells you what God intends to do for you. From the day you were told, about what God wants to do for you. That is the day your patience, the test of your patience begins. I've preached sometimes about the, the, the test that believers go through. And as time goes on, I'm going to share that word with you again. One of the tests that believers go through is a test of patience. And waiting upon Him is a test of our patience. From the moment you receive prophecy, from the moment that the, the word of God comes to you as a promise, that is the beginning of your patience test. Because the devil will come, the devil will steer you up, the devil will make you complain, the devil will make you fear, the devil will make you, it will whisper to you and it will make you believe that the Lord who told you to wait is no longer coming. We saw this in the account of the ten maidens. 
that they were all about to wait upon their Lord to come. Five of them prepared, five of them were aware that in life, before you get what you want, you need to be proactive. You need to have faith. And you need to be patient. So these five took extra oil for their lamp. Because they know that sometimes life may not go the way we plan it. The other five were carefree. They believed that, oh, everything is going to work as we have planned. And when the master delayed, the oil in their lamp got finished. And they have to stay in darkness. And because of that, they missed out on the master. May you not miss out in Jesus' name. Psalm 118 verse 5 says, I call upon the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a large place. Waiting upon the Lord in the time of our distress, we, we, we bring divine intervention upon our life. Hallelujah. I want to remind you before I round up today that God has us in the hollow of his hands. And whatever is happening around the world, evil will not come near us. It is his will for us to live in health and prosperity. Therefore, no harm will come near you and your home. In the mighty name of Jesus. This morning, I, I speak into your life. I speak that the Holy Spirit will, will, will encourage you through this season. I speak that the Holy Spirit will comfort you. I pray for those that have lost a friend or a family member that the peace and the comfort of God will locate them in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for those who are currently in fear and in agitation of what will happen to them, that the Spirit of God will lead you through this time. No harm will come near you and your family. I pray for every household of God around the world that we are covered by the blood of Jesus. I cover you by the blood of Jesus. I surround you by the fire of God. And I pray that whenever our patience is being tested, we will not fail in the name of Jesus Christ. As we walk through today, the glory of God will abide with us and the blessing of God will be our portion in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. God bless you.